I'm Craig Froggy O'Meara. I'm Rocky Old. Rocky, yeah, Rocky, I'll explain that in a minute. And this is the Gone Bush Podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of the Gone Bush Podcast. Now, that won't usually be in the intro, but that will, a uh, bit of a segue or a bit of a hint at the topic we're going to be looking at today, which is AI. That was actually uh, made on a uh, website, which is text-to-speech AI voice generator. And for anyone who watches WWE, we'll talk a bit more about that later. So, first off, a couple of things I've got to explain about myself. Uh, for anyone who actually knows me before this, would know that my name was Brendan Old. Um, from today onwards, I'll be known as Rocky Old. Simple reason being, I've never felt like my name was my name. Um, I did the, the joke when I was a teenager to find your porn name, which was First Pet, First Street. My first pet was Rocky, and that name just rang a bell with me. So that's that's the name I've picked to stay with. Um, as, that's my name. Um, secondly, uh, my mask. Why am I wearing a mask? We're not dealing with COVID anymore. Okay, well, short story is I've just had all my teeth removed and I don't really want to appear, appear on camera without my teeth. So I'm using the mask until I get my new dentures in uh, December. So you'll be seeing me with this mask on that uh, I don't know if you can see, but uh, Froggy's got a lovely moustache on Batman's face here. It's just a cheap mask and had to make it our own, so Froggy put a moustache on it. Yeah, well, it wasn't, uh, it, it didn't look right. No, it didn't need to be uh, somewhat personalised. Yes, that's yeah. right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, couple of other things. There will be a sister show called Gone Bush, which will be basically when we're out on location in the bush camping and we take you around to look at the animals, what's going on, the flora and fauna, all, all the sort of stuff that you can find out there. That will be the accompanying show, but we'll only do a few of those a year because we only get out there a few times a year. Um, and we'll also film podcast episodes when we're out there. But in general, we'll be here in the studio and we'll have footage like this playing behind us. That's actually uh, taken up at a place called Big River where we were camping up there about three months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, a very, very cold place. So we actually tried to film this first there. Um, this first episode, we actually tried to film it there and it was just <laughs> plagued with technical issues, weather issues. By the end of filming, it was uh, four or five degrees Celsius. So we were just looking to get back into some heat and just get done with it. And it didn't work. Everything went wrong. It was freezing cold. And then we filmed another one the other day. And yeah. then, of course, I stuffed up. I didn't get the uh, audio right. But now here we are today. Now, you can also probably see... In front of us, there's a, we've got a bit of a table here. Now, we did a fair bit of work on making the design for this table. Unfortunately, our studio is not quite big enough to be able to get that in frame. So uh, when we go out and do the up, uh, on location episodes, you'll see our full table and uh, everything behind it. And we won't have a green screen behind us. We will have the real Aussie bush behind us. This was actually, like I said, taken at that first trip. That's right next to the river. In future episodes, you'll see some more footage of when we're up there. We'll always on, be on behind us. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, where do we go next? Uh, we covered everything we needed to... Yeah. Um, and, yeah, also, also, you all know Craig from 
previous episodes, but from now on he'll be going by the nickname that everyone else has known him by for quite a, many, many years, which is Froggy. So we'll be referring to him as Froggy from now on. I'm Rocky, um, which will also be reflected on my Facebook and all which, that. Everything's which, changing. Which, which uh, turns into the Froggy and Rocky podcast. <laughs> which that's why I, when you said that, I'm like, okay, that, that sounds good. I like that. So let's stick with that. Mm. That's the thing is that we might end up having to rename the bush, the whole podcast can call it. I don't want to do that work, but yeah. it would kind of sound better if it was the Rocky and Froggy podcast, but yeah, I'm not well, doing all that work now. At the moment, that's, it's just in the uh, in the audio, so... Yeah, this is six months' worth of work. I'm yeah. not redoing everything that's, again. That's our names for the podcast anyway, so... Yeah. So, I'm sure anyone who's uh, in the world, if you're not in a hole or <laughs> you don't have electricity... I'm sure you all know right now there's uh, something going on in, a, in Hollywood called the SAG, SAG AFTRA, something else. I don't mean to forget them all because it is actually an important strike. Um, but a large part of why they're striking, aside of things to do with pay and equality and all that sort of stuff, a large part of it is they want protections against AI. Now, so you don't know much about AI, do you? No, I'm not right up on the... No, on it, okay. ...to be honest, but... So AI is artificial intelligence, and that ranges from... When, the, I, I, when I was on the farm, they did AI, but I think that's a different thing. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, whole different thing. That only no, farmers no, would know no, what yeah, that means. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure it's different. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go on, sorry. So, yeah, basically, um, it's the, the abilities of computers to think mm. and how far it goes. So right now... Um, I'll, I'll give you a good example. Carrie Fisher, she was, as you would know from a kid, she was Princess Leia. Mm. Um, she died 2018, something like that, and then in the next Star Wars movie, they CGI'd her in. Oh. Using all these old stock footages, they were able to completely recreate the character digitally. Same with their voices, all that sort of stuff. The other thing you can do, and that this is something called ChatGPT, it's a website, I've used it. It's, it's wonderful, but it's dangerous. You can go on there and tell it to write, like you can give it a plot saying, I want to write a superhero, I want you to write me a superhero movie where um, it's a great, it's a great compelling story and the hero wins in the end. It will write that entire story for you. And you, if you tell it to write me 11 chapters, it will write you 11 chapters of that story. Mm. So you can understand a bit why people in Hollywood be getting scared because they're going, well, wait, could you, eventually you're just going to make digital characters and then use all old stock footage to recreate us and not pay us. That's what they're going after at the moment. And Hollywood's sort of not budging. When I say Hollywood, that's the um, the studios and, mm. and you know, people like that. They're not budging. And that's because they want to be able to take advantage in the wrong way of AI. But me personally, I think, and I know you're not a big movie person, but you've heard of some of these movies like Terminator. Mm. There's another movie called iRobot. I think a lot of those movies are actually serving as a warning. Um, a great one uh, example was there was a movie called iRobot. And there's, uh, I don't believe it's actually real. I think it's from a movie, but there's Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. I believe it actually comes from a story rather than being a real thing. Mm. But now robots are programmed with that. And in this movie, they're programmed with that. And the three rules are a robot must, must not harm a human under any circumstances. A robot must not... Oh, I can't remember the second one. Um, 
But the third one is a robot must protect itself so long as it doesn't intervene with the first and second laws, mm. which means it can't hurt us. But in iRobot, the robots figure out we are our own biggest problem. Yeah. The biggest problem to humans and Earth is the humans. Yeah. They figure it out and they don't try to kill us, but they try to hurt us and start controlling us because they see we're the problem. Well, my thinking is that, and that's kind of the basis for a lot of robot movies, is that they learn we are the problem. My thinking is if we keep allowing AI to get smarter and smarter, it's going to figure out that thing too, that we are actually the problem. And that as machinery, it can fix the world. It knows how, it will learn how it can fix the world. That's a little bit scary. Mm. And, but, then, and then they'll learn about the Second Amendment and they'll all be getting oh, guns. Oh, good God. Yeah, and there'll be laser guns and probably. And they'll say, well, we're allowed to have one because it's our right. Well, then, then again, you know what? Because a robot doesn't have emotions, yeah. they probably won't use a gun. No, they'll have a laser in their finger. Yeah, like, or we'll they'll just, just that. you know, dissemble one another. But I don't even think they would be fighting because there's no emotion in a robot. There's no need to fight if yeah. they're on the same side. Mm. So you don't get any of that. But, I mean, we've seen it happening in factories, not necessarily AI, but robotics taking over machinery and all that sort of stuff. I mean, where, where, from what you've seen, where do you think we're going in the world of robotics and artificial intelligence? Where, where, what do you think, what path we're going down? Oh, uh, well... Uh, Just from the little you know about AI, would uh, you say we're in danger of it learning too much? Oh, no, I think um, that's something that could happen. Yeah. If we let that happen. So you think we have to control how much it learns about us? Oh, it would be controlled. Yeah, so yeah. it can learn about the world but not about us too much. Yeah, that's right. And it's all in programming. Yeah, So yeah. it's ones and zeros. If it's programming, then it's it's what we put into it. That's exactly right. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, but it's a bit like saying, I, I think these robots can make mistakes because they're made by something that can make a mistake. That's right. A human can make a mistake yeah. and he can make a mistake in making that robot. Yes. So it's not going to work perfectly if the creator didn't make it perfectly. That's right. So it could be, just for example, um, a glitch in the program where it take, takes a certain thing to trigger it. It and, does. You know, so the, the creator hasn't thought of. But, see, on the hindsight of things, I think whilst to humanity, I think it's probably not the greatest thing because we're, again, giving our own power away. Mm. But when you look at it, you know, a Hollywood movie takes millions of dollars, takes thousands of people to make. Now, uh, yeah, okay, granted, it takes a bit of learning. You and I can sit here and make a complete movie with artificial intelligence voices, digitally created characters, everything. We can do it all from right here in our seat. Now, that's cool for people who want to, haven't got the resources and are looking to get started in this business. It's a fantastic way for them to, to be, get that little extra kickstart. But when you go into the bigger situation, that's when it gets bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you start relying on it as your only source of form of creativity, yeah, that's when I think you start reaching a problem. Yeah, well, we'll we'll reach a point where computers are designing themselves. That's what we'll. That's where we'll get to. That, well, that could be you, an issue. In many ways, you kind of could say it is because 
well, so, software when, and hardware have to communicate. Yeah, right. And once we get to a point where things things can start talking to themselves, exactly which is where we're almost at. Yeah, pretty much are there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's endless to what could be made. Exactly right. I mean, we already have devices talking to one another, so... If you want to do something, you want to make the computer do something, ask the computer how to make a computer to do that. Yeah, that's right. And you'll have the answer pretty quickly and you'll start making it. But, I mean, it's going to be... I'm sort of looking forward with this strike to see... Because I thought it's been going for, what, four, three, four weeks now. And we're literally filming this (laughs) the day before this comes out, which wasn't planned, but that's pretty much my fault. Um, Everything's his fault. He's the director, by the way. Yeah, I cop it. Yeah. He's just I'm a talent just a that sits there and he talks. He asked me to come in and talk with him today, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, eh? <laughs> I think the viewers would know that, but it's not true. No, well, I used to always be behind the yeah, camera. I know. So this is still... Uh, but I'm the viewers only know me. Well, that's right. Yeah. But I've actually been, like... I've been on the camera before, but I, I'm enjoying this more than, say, you know, when we're doing the interview thing with the seats. Mm. That I had a series of questions I had to ask, so it was like I had a script. Mm. This, it's just... This is open, flying. open slather. Oh, which I better get on to about um, what networks we're going to be on. So, obviously, we're on YouTube, as mm. we have been for years. Because I've got the clock started. running here, by the way. Well, I haven't been paying, been paying attention oh, yeah. to that. What was it when we started? Uh, we've got 15 minutes left. Oh, we got... No, we got 17. I'm pretty, mate, I just wanted to make sure it give you two minutes of grace there. Well, that, well, it's not a speed camera. We don't need the grace. Oh, right. Okay, 17, it is. All right. 16 now. Look. Well, the the longer we talk about it, the more it's... I know. The more you dribble, the less time you've got. So okay. you, you better get on with it. Anyway, <laughs> not only are we on YouTube, we are also on Apple's... Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're also on Spotify. We might look at some other networks later on, but they're the three big ones, so they're the ones we want to be on. Uh, also, we don't currently have a Patreon, um, but I am looking at that in the coming months. The only reason we don't have one yet is because at the moment we don't have anything to offer to put exclusively on Patreon. Once, if we can get this off the ground, um, we have some more viewers and whatnot, we might start doing vlogs that only get released on um, on Patreon. Um, and also, we do have another camera, but we over, only have two. So we're waiting, and if Patreon should help with that, but we're going to get a third camera so we can do the, zoo, uh, the close-ups of both Craig and I. But at the moment, we're just going to be using the one camera for, well, no, no close-ups, uh, because it seemed easier to use just one camera instead of, two cameras only getting close-ups of one person and we don't have another cameraman so I can't have the cameras move and we don't have motorized cameras or anything like that yeah so um yeah I, otherwise it'd be in and out of screen all the time doing stuff yeah back pretty and much forth. and so, I'd have to take over oh, while it's gone a disaster. so yeah you, you'd hit a button and a f- bloody nuclear strike would happen even yeah, though we're not connected right. to the so internet it, on this it, thing it, you know it wouldn't be good it's, it's, not at all. Yeah. So we're just using one camera. Right? And the other thing you might also notice is that we're tending to look down rather than up at the camera. That's because we've actually, I don't know if you can see it, but this right here is the screen. And we're yes. able to see ourselves on it, so our eyes are naturally going to the screen instead of the camera. But we'll get better with that with time. Yeah. 
So, yeah. yeah, no, go on. What were you going to say? Oh, uh, well, um, oh, no, we're moving along, are we? Or what? I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I got lost. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was going to talk about the environment sort of bushfires area. Which is ever present in Maui right now. Yes. Uh, but just, um, like, we've got to clarify things a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there, there probably is more bushfires. Oh, definitely coming, especially seeing as we're going to El Nino. Yeah, so and plus global warming, I think we know that. But there's another factor that people don't realise what's going on also and amplifies the whole thing. And that is when we're putting houses in the bush all the time. More and more houses in the bush, more and more mobile phones, like, um, reporting. Yep. So we're getting a little bit of a false amplification of the amount of fires that might really be happening. That's right. Um, because appreciate, if you've got more houses in the bush, they're more subject to getting burnt. So you're going to have more ha- more more houses getting burnt. That's not because it's more bushfires. No. Because Remember what houses. I said, there's more houses being built in the bushes. And not only that, also the houses are contributing to the warmth out there too. Yes, as well, taking away some trees and stuff and everything. Uh, it's all not good anyway. No. Uh, and, and then, of course, the third factor or second factor on that is you've got more people with mobile phones reporting, you know, and more fires are being spotted and reported on, which wouldn't have been before. Exactly. So there's two things there. Yeah, like, so, for example, before the phones, there could have been fires happening and it went out themselves yeah. because no one knew about That's them right. because they and were And the satellites weren't happening and we didn't yeah. see from the air how many were really there exactly. and all this sort of stuff. Well, you know, it's not as more not and more than what you really think it is, sort of no. thing. You know what I mean? So, and and a lot of it is our fault. Why, we, oh, why did you build a house there? Duh. Oh, I mean, as I said to you many times, I'm not going to say the town name because I don't want people going there. Yeah. But I, I've said to you many times, I I really want to. Before my life ends, I would like to live up in the area where we camp. Um, you know, up northeast. I'm not mm. going to say the town name because it is so lovely. I don't want people flooding it and ruining it. Um, but it's an area where, yes, there's houses along the road, as we've seen, but it's so mountainy that you cannot develop that for housing. Mm. So it will never be built up. That's why I want to go there, because you know you're never going to get flooded with people up there, unless the side of campus, of course. Yeah. But it's, you know, so, the fact it's beautiful up there. But And, and, and it goes down to flooding areas as well. You know, someone's built a house in a flood zone. I'm sure you must have knew about that. Yeah, like Queensland. Yeah, every place uh, up there. How did you get? How did they get the permit to build the house there? The you, though, having said that, you do see, and I can't list specifically cities, but there are cities up there where they build the houses on stilts. Yeah, I think they're even like that in um, a place called Toowoomba. Yeah, they build them on stilts, even though. No, but I appreciate that. That, that that's that's the right thing to do. It is, but then there's all these newer houses that aren't not, on stilts. Exactly, you know. So it's like one person did some homework. Yeah, it was like the old stilts, weatherboard home. Another person didn't yeah. do his homework and built a normal house. Well, as soon as weatherboard homes stopped up there, they stopped putting them on stilts. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking, well, I, I don't get it. And as we've seen, even though it's completely out of whack, every January, February, Queensland floods. Yeah. Even though it's summer up there, yeah, that's when it floods up there. Yeah. So. And yeah. I appreciate another thing that goes on. I bought this house, but it was only $10,000, right? Comes with an AK, blah, blah, blah. I wonder why that was. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see that too, right? But I think these houses should be demolished. You know what I mean? Like, 
There's oh, a chance yeah. there for that to happen before yeah, the next person moved could, in. Especially if you've had the flood happen and it's destroyed part of your house and you repaired it. Yes. Then if they're not required to be on stilts, they've got to be demolished or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, probably but, enough of yeah, that. Yeah, that's our flooding state, Queensland, really. Because yeah. that's, that's the one that really gets slammed with floods every, yeah. sort of every uh, midsummer. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know, when was the last time I flooded down here? Well, we had a flood here probably 10 years ago. Yeah, there you uh, go, 10. And every 10 years, floods here. Yeah, see, but it's not much. So. No, and it comes up all up the driveway, up to the front door. You can't see, get your car out, but your furniture's all dry. We'll see flash flooding's been happening in New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah. For and for anyone who's an international viewer, well, obviously we're in Australia, we're in almost the most bottom state called Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland are above us. Um, and they flood a lot more than us, even though we're in the colder state. Mm. Or as, as uh, many of us call it, Melbourne, the what is it? Melbourne, the only city with four seasons in one day. Yeah, that's the one. That's ours. Yeah, yeah. Today we've had spring, and we're back to winter in the afternoon. Yeah, we didn't get any autumn or summer today, but that's coming. No, no, we had, we had a bit of spring in the morning. Yeah, well, then we got. I oh, think we we've got any autumn coming, but we've got some summer coming next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> Seventeen degrees. Yeah. Woo! Now this year is going to be quite a hot summer, I might add. This yeah, well, is, that's what I'm hoping for. Well, it's the start of El Nino coming back. Yeah, we'll see. I love camping, but I hate the cold. Yeah, that's right. So I'm. I can no, tolerate no, heat more than cold. You will never see cold. Ever again. Not in my lifetime. No, in anyone's. <laughs> it's gone now forever. In what, Australia. Co- oh, yeah, but not no, cold, cold. Once El Nino comes, yeah, well, we're still going to have like. Kicks in with it. Oh, yeah, but we'll still see... have between like 5 to 15 as colds. Yeah, oh, yeah. We just probably won't be dropping into the minuses anymore. No, oh, they used to get minus 6, minus 4 around here. Unheard of now. surprise me, because we get minus 2 down at my place, which yeah. is even further south. Yeah, uh, only a few years ago, probably five years ago, we had minus 6 outside, had ice on all the top of everything. Yeah. Half yeah. a mil thick of ice, on because we've got plates and things outside for pot plants and that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that hasn't got a pot on it, and you had to poke your finger in to break it. So and <laughs> no more of that. It's gone. Yeah, yeah we've we've had a, actually quite a few days lately where when Mum goes to work, she's got to hose it down because it's all frozen. Yeah, right. Okay. But again, we do live a lot further south than yeah, here. Yeah, so and you're down there, so yeah, we're in a bit of a colder region. Still get that, yeah. Mm. But having said that, we moved there in 2017, and it wasn't it was getting built up, but it wasn't built up yet. Mm. Within the years that I've lived there, it's ridiculous, right. ridiculously populated, ridiculously hot in the summer now because there are so many houses. There's so much heat around, yeah. and it's just when I look when I walk out my front door, and I look either to the left or the right, it's just hills of housing, hills yeah. and hills of housing. Yeah. It's that, and I thought when I was moving there, it was a country town. That's why I want to go there. And within just two years, it just flooded with people. Yeah, no good. So yeah, when I'm looking for a country town, if I'm moving again, I'm looking for something that can't be developed because mm. I don't want my neighbours. I'm sick of it. And it brings crime. I, I don't mean to be picking at it, but the bigger a town grows, the more crime that happens. Yes, that's right. And that has happened. Mm. So and it's been noticeable. Like since we were there, it was. When we moved there, it was shit all crime. Mm. 
It's a form of weed capital, I believe. Oh, it's going up everywhere, though. Yeah. It's but, going up here. Uh, yeah, it has. It's gone up everywhere. We're in but oh, the more popular bad. it gets, the worse it gets. We had to put literary fences, extra high fences. We've got like eight foot, nine, <laughs> ten foot fences now. Okay, so actually, I want to touch Bar on that wire. story. <laughs> so Mouse traps someone, on the sides of the fence. Someone tried to break in here a couple of weeks ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now... This place is more secure than Fort Knox. You are not getting in here at night time. There is all kinds of things set up on the fences. There's there's um, infrared alarms. There's even a sonar alarm. Booby traps. Yeah, everything, including electric fences. Yeah. So someone tried to break in through the front gate the other night. They'd managed to rip panel after panel off the fence, couldn't get through, and when they finally tried to probably climb it, yeah. they grabbed onto the electric fence. <laughs> And so frustrated on their way out that they felt like they had to kick in a, uh, a chicken coop that's sitting in the front yard at the moment. They kicked it in because they were angry and left with nothing. But that's what you get for trying to break into a magic park. You're not going to get in. It's yeah. secure than Fort Knox. That'd be a lesson for the next one. Exactly. Put it this way. It's like this. When I come out in the morning, I check the fences for fried tomatoes. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, not so much now because you haven't got them trained, but mm. back in the day when you had that possum here, I would not want to come into this backyard without without you. Yeah. She would, she would go you. Yeah. I mean, she was a beautiful thing, but she didn't know you. Yeah, and basically, we, she's gone now. But there's another one. Yeah, it's even more vicious than her. I can't even get near this one. So no, well, that one was like it was kind of weird because it was really unique in its niceness. I mean, as we know, this possum. There's a lot of stray cats around here in this particular area of Dangnong, and. One so happened to get into his yard. It was a little kitten. Um, this possum actually took it in for what we assume to be maybe a week or two because my cat actually picked up the mannerisms. She took care of him because mum had dumped him. He took her in, or took him in, sorry, took him in, and one day the kitten decided to take a little walk and actually walked into Craig's bedroom one morning. How he got in, I don't know, because the door's always shut, but he must have pushed it open. Anyway, still to this day... He makes possum noises. What he thinks is a possum hunting noise, it's actually a possum breeding noise, but he will sit on my windowsill and look at birds doing this noise, which is a possum breeding noise. He does that when he's hunting. So he actually picks up a few of their mannerisms, but it was it's quite cool because, yes, yeah, she was really nice, but also she would take in injured animals or animals that needed her help. Didn't matter whether they were possum or not. She took them in. Mm. It's very rare you'll get a possum like that, especially considering how aggressive we know them to be. Yeah. yeah. Especially bushtails. Mm. You got lucky where you sort of worked with her for what over twenty years. Yeah. So she knew you and got trained. Whereas, as you're now seeing these other wild ones, completely wild, mm. <laughs> they're savage little buggers. You don't get near them because they will claw and bite the shit out of you. Yeah. Now that reminds me. Shit reminds me. You will notice not that we've really so much of it on today's episode but we're typical Aussies and we do like to swear and especially if we feel it's showing how passionate we are about whatever we're talking about we will swear and on the other occasion depending on what word it is I'll bleep it but in general I won't if you don't like the very little amount of swearing that we're doing don't watch don't listen um a couple other things before, because I'm forgetting it, stuff. It, it, if one down. falls out, that's because it needs to be there. Exactly. Um, 
So uh, also I want you to remember that uh, if if you can't watch us on YouTube, if you're going to work, you can flick us on in the car and listen to us instead. Now sometimes they're not going to understand some of the shit we're talking about because sometimes you need to see it. Yeah. But we'll try and keep it uh, as general as possible so everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. And there will be a lot of shit talking and there will be a lot of making fun of one another. Mm. Um, but speaking of jokes, yeah. something I think we're letting go in this world is what's funny and what's not and what we're allowed to laugh at and what we can't i think i'd like i just like to interrupt i'd just like to start with my invisible stubby holder with the hold on better show oh you better show the viewers yeah yeah it's not alcoholic that's it yeah i'm not pissed you're almost all right Nineteen, twenty, 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 twenty one, twenty, twenty two, twenty twenty three. You're four years this year. Yeah. This November. Mm. Yeah. So four years he hasn't drunk. He had pancreatitis and he hasn't drunk a day since. No, I said I'm not going yeah, that's to that again. Just drinks that now. Yeah. He hasn't touched it again. So when, I, when I got pancreatitis, I couldn't drink alcohol anymore. Carlton Draft made me some cordial. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. But they hadn't been making that for very long when you started drinking that, had they? As soon as I got cooked, they made it. That's when it started coming out. Yep. Okay, there you go. It was almost the same day. Well, CUB, Carlton Island Breweries must have known they're going to lose a bit on you. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, no, they're ready. They want to use any more shares. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Bonds will go down. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, jokes. Now, one of the greatest comedians to ever live and um, one of the greatest people, actors, just general human beings who have lived with Robin Williams. Now, he also used to push the boundary a bit because he would do politically incorrect jokes and he didn't give a shit what anybody thought. Unfortunately, I think if he was still alive, they would have cancelled him by now. So we had to do a quick cut there because yeah. uh, we ran out of film time. No, anyway, like a lot of smoke. Yeah, see, we. I only smoke here in the car and when I'm here. But as I'm pretty sure any of you can imagine, it's a bit hard to smoke a cigarette when you've got one of these on. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't actually smoke at home, though. Uh, we'll get into that another day when I stop smoking at home. But anyway, yeah, we had to qu- take a quick break there. Now, so I was talking about jokes, in politically incorrect jokes, and just some great damn jokes. Right here I have a, a list of 150 of... Oh, there's some green on that, apparently. I have 150 of what Robin Williams' greatest jokes, and we decided... The, the rest of them are here, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That every episode towards the end, what we're going to do is we're going to tell a joke or two each because it's, and I know we're on the scale we're like this, but I think I want to play a part in re-normalising humour for the sake of humour. Not because we're attacking anybody, not because we're trying to poke fun at anybody. Stereotypes are can be used for jokes stereotypes are just that they're stereotypes it doesn't mean they're really that way it's something we use as a joke something for humor for comedy and the you know and uh, everyone says laughter is the best medicine well we need to stop telling people what they can and can't laugh about because it is the best medicine and everyone in the, in the world needs it whether it's from america whether it's from australia whether it's china doesn't matter where you are everyone needs comedy and no one should be telling us what is and what isn't funny and what can and can't be laughed at. If you find it funny, you find it funny and there's nothing wrong with that. So long as you're not trying to intentionally attack someone, it's okay. You don't, if you don't have malice intent behind it, it's okay. If someone laughs, 
you know, for example, there's a saying that if, if you're in an audience of 100 people and 98 of them laugh and two don't, who's the real problem there? It's not the guy telling the joke. It's how you perceive them. But you need to remember when someone's telling a joke, they're doing it to make you laugh. They're not doing it to make you angry and not doing it to hurt you. So in, in, in that note, that's why we decide to start off with some of the greatest, Ron Williams, to use his joke, two, one or two of his jokes every episode at the end, um, just to play our part yeah. in normalising this stuff again. Because it is funny. Um, yeah. they, might it not, is they, they might not all... They're not, not, might no, not they're not all... all off this one, but yeah. yeah, they're not all like, you know, politically incorrect. Some of them are just great jokes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's also too important to include, even though we, him and I will be riffing off one another, giving each other shit, all that sort of stuff. I think it's important to make sure we have an actual humour part of our show that's di- just directly yeah. dedicated to being yeah. funny. There, there will be some other jokes. Yeah, this is just here. what we're yeah. starting yeah. off yeah. with and now. We promise it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saying that for years. I've been... Yeah. Well, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're still trying, right? Yeah, there. basically, and that, that's actually a good point. We are still getting there. We are still learning. Um, again, that you know, this is the very first time we've done a podcast. This is the first time we've had this te- much technology. We've got the lighting, we've got the cameras, we've got the computers, we've got the mics, we've got all kinds of things going on here that we've never had going before. Yeah, uh, we're still getting used to it. And today's episode is probably a bit shorter than what most of them will be because we're just going over half an hour. So episodes will be 30 minutes to an hour long usually. That's the rough thing. Um, at this point in time, we won't, especially because no one really knows us yet, we won't be doing interviews or anything. Um, even when we do get known, we probably still won't be doing interviews unless we're out on location because even though you can't tell, this studio is very, very small. We're, do- we're, we're filming in a... What did I say it was before? A 122-year-old 122, 122 house. Um yeah. So it's when it comes to renovations, we're very limited on what we can do to get more use out of the room. And we've got the smallest room in the house, to be honest. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And also... Which is still a good size, but it's not... It is, but what you also can't see is if anyone remembers Ray's Rails, the train set, that's also off to our right. So again, that limits a bit more room. Yeah. So maybe is one it, day when we go out on location, yeah, we can we can do some interviews yeah, with cause this Because this is actually a train room now. It is, yeah. Uh, to be honest. Uh, so it's a train room slash studio at the moment. And we're sharing it. So exactly. yeah, if we didn't have the train set in, it'd be more room. But I've got to admit, if they if we ever are able to interview someone, and this wouldn't be at the top of anyone's list in the fame world, but if we're ever able to interview someone, the first person I would like to interview would be a lady called Vicky Lowring. And I've told you about her. She's the Croc Lady. Oh yeah. She lives in Victoria. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady. If you've got a chance, get onto YouTube, check out the documentary called Scales. It was made in 2011. Basically about this lady who owns a saltwater crocodile in her backyard that's completely trained and tamed. And she also, as well as a bunch of other reptiles and spiders and whatnot, she also has a freshwater crocodile that is like her pet dog. Um, apparently she said until five years old, you cannot train a freshwater crocodile. It's just too aggro. But after five years old, they're like a dog. So she takes this thing out for walks on a, on a, on a cat or dog harness. It wags its tail for a bath. It's amazing, but what she's been able to do, I'd, I'd really like to be able to talk to her one day on camera and just hear about all the work she's done, especially with the crocodiles, because crocodiles are my favourite animal. 
but she's been doing work with those animals that not many people have been able to do around the world. I mean, I don't think anyone's domesticated a freshwater crocodile to the extent that she has. And, mm. for example, this saltwater crocodile will protect her. She did an example where she got her son to come at her with a knife. The saltwater crocodile put itself in between her and her son to protect her owner. It's amazing. Even there's a chicken pen in the backyard. Croc doesn't go for the chickens because it knows mum gives me the chicken on the tongs. So it doesn't go for them. It's amazing. And I'd love to, I'd love to hear about how she was able to do that mm. over the years and how long she's had them and all that sort of stuff. She's actually in Victoria. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that we can actually speak to her one day. Mm. And it wouldn't, we don't even have to do it here. We could go out and film it somewhere. Yeah. But that would be cool. And yeah, so one day we would like to be able to interview some people. Um, but for the foreseeable future, we'll mostly be just broadcasting with me and uh, Craig Froggy from the studio except when we go out uh, on location that will generally be happening um around early early next year is when we'll get out there and into yeah. probably early autumn is when we'll do some yeah. other stuff out there we're waiting for it to heat up a bit for yeah. a start we won't do on location yeah. stuff uh, in winter no yeah, that was I'm glad we did it because now we can say we camped in those conditions, but I would not do it again. Yeah. It was well. Some of the reason for doing that was to find out what what was going if on. Any wildlife you know, active at that time of the year, and there's not. Which I so. and I, I didn't get to mention this before, but I, I find it kind of funny. Had we been there in summer, with what we found, we would have been in danger. So what we actually we were looking for. Uh, wombats and we were looking for hollows in trees to see where they might be living and we found what we thought was a few hollows and anyway i was walking to where you go basically you can get into the water it's not too deep you walk through the shallows i was going down to there and i noticed there's this nice big 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 hollow at the base of a tree and i've got oh there might be one in there i'll tell froggy when i get back to we'll come down with the torch and have a look so anyway he, we came back down with the torch and he has a look, and there's just a tiny hole in the bottom of the hollow. He said, it's definitely not, he, said, he looks down in there and goes, it's definitely not a wombat. And he goes, have a look for yourself, and I'll put the torch on, you can see snake scales. There's a big python hibernating in there. So had we walked that same path in summer, there was a good chance that we would have been bitten. Because you've got to go walk right past this tree to get to the water. So ideally you would hope that it wasn't in there during summer, it's probably out moving around, but... Mm. Yeah, other than that, we saw absolutely nothing except for what was the birds we saw, the little ones? Oh, some little wrens. Or yeah, some wrens. Sort. Other than that, yeah. we didn't get, we yeah. think we saw didn't a parrot. Didn't get to identify those. No, there was nothing. It was literally too cold for anything to be out. Everything was hibernating. There was no possums. And one nothing. of the main reasons was to see the possums were hibernating. Yeah, and we uh, didn't even get to see them. Because the ones here don't. Yeah. And that was part of what I was researching, uh, which tells me that they should be and they're not. Yeah. So and in suburbia... They're it's not too true, hot. Yeah, they're not in true wild conditions yeah, anymore. It's just not freezing cold. Exactly. It's hot. Yeah, it's cities. too hot. Yeah. yeah. And so, they're, yeah, they're not they're going not, to sleep when they should be. Yeah, they sleep at night, every night. When I say night, they go to bed at about 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I wonder if that could contribute to their aggression. I wonder if the one we'd find out in the middle of a bush would be as aggressive as the one we'd find in the middle of suburbia. Oh. Uh, because they're not getting to hibernate. Yeah, I don't know. Haven't don't know the answer to that. That would be interesting to find but, out, actually. Yeah, oh, oh, the ones in the bush are pretty aggressive. Are they? Yeah, I've you never don't want to play with them too much. Oh, so they they'll be worse than these buggers here. 
you, you, if you you won't be able to get too close to them because they're not used to humans like the suburban yeah. ones. Right. If yep. you were to try and hand feed them, yeah, they'll swipe you. They'll 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 snatch the food off you, and you'll so, get scratched in the process. Yeah. So, so it's going to say if you're going to do that, you better wear gloves. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which means they're not less aggressive in the wild. I mean, the only time I've seen one, um, and that was just because it was making noises at night time. I knew it was there. Other than that. Out there, I've only encountered a, a gigantic tiger snake, um, mm. which I just ate because it was fat as hell and it just wanted to get away. Mm. Um, and that, there's no. Actually, I think it's kind of funny where where, where we camp. I'm not going to say the name again because I don't want people going there. But the beginning of the name is snakes, and <laughs> lo and behold, we've camped at that site over four or five times in the entire time we've all camped there. We've only seen one snake there. And it wasn't even coming near us. So I think it's a bit of a bad name because there's none there. Uh, well, no, if you're coming with me, you won't see snakes. <laughs> Wait, snakes why is that? No, snakes and me. Uh, what, are they racist? I think they are <laughs> because I've, I've never seen, I very, very rarely see snakes in the wild myself. And I do a lot of research in the wild. Yeah. Snakes seem to run away from me before I get there. So. I don't know if they can smell me or something. I'm too noisy with my feet. Or Wait, what? what's your background? Irish or Scottish? I'm Irish. Oh, that might explain it. And and, and uh, Scottish. Oh, well, they can smell it. What? Of yeah. course they're not going to go near you. Yeah. So You're like a mix between a Protestant and a Catholic. You're not meant to... Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of this pom person. Pommy type. Pom. 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 Even smells like... The word pom even smells like it smells. Battery right? looks at you and goes... You bloody pom, you're just as cold as I am. Yeah, that's it. That's it. No wonder I went, No wonder my, my ancestors went to Australia. Exactly. Crikey. All right, let's get towards the end here. Let's get to our jokes from oh, Robin yeah. Williams. I'll let you take away with yours first. But me first? Yeah, well, you did. I'm going to try and have a drink. Well, I was wondering, uh, you know, I was wondering what uh, chairs think about all day, actually. And uh, I understand. I actually went to talk to some... Oh, what they had to say? Yeah. Well, one of them said they generally don't say a lot. Right. No. When people come, they just generally say, oh, "Here comes another asshole." Well, someone keeps sitting on you and shutting you up all the time. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't talk. So, and and then this other chair next to him leans over and says, "Listen, mate, if I wanted to, if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted." Which I, I, that, that, to me, that's quite funny. Right. <laughs> It is, however, that is technically your own joke because you changed. Yeah, that one. I added yeah. that bit on the end, actually. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go for another one? Oh well, there's another one uh, uh, about uh, politics. This word politics is a, a bit of a, a uh, it's a bit of an eye opener, really. Because, <laughs> uh, me being an entomologist and all, I picked up on this one. Hold uh, on, before you say that, what's ironic about what you said is it's eye opening. This joke is old as holy hell. It is. But it's still eye-opening to this day. It is. Yeah. And, I, you know, again, like I said, because me being a bit of an entomologist, I've picked up on this because if I break this word down, poly means uh, a crowd of people, many, 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 many of anything, really. Yep. Poly means many. And, of course, the word ticks, and we all know what ticks are. Right? Of course. The word's ticks. Well, well, what's it mean in Latin? Well, in, in the dictionary, it says... The word ticks it describes as a blood sucking creature, creature right? So it's a, you know, so we put those back together, the words back together. So we have many blood sucking creatures, 
Sounds about uh, apropos. Politics. Yeah. That's yeah. the word. Politics. Sounds spot on to me. Oh, that's amazing. And when you look at politics and you have a look in, you have, uh, mate, there it is. You can <laughs> see these ticks. Just look at Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> he is the tick. And yeah, and all of a sudden we can see it. He's Obama's tick. <laughs> and there it is. Right, there it is. Oh, yeah, he's so, Obama's tick. Who's his tick? I don't know who the vice president is now. Uh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, who the hell I is did it? know, I did know, but I forgot. I think it's like one of the most unknown vice presidents because everyone knew the vice president before. Joe Pence, Joe Biden, yeah. Cheney. No, isn't it that girl? What's her name? Uh, Nancy or someone? Nancy Pelosi. Isn't she Speaker so. of the House? No, she's his vice as well. Isn't she? I thought she was Speaker of the House. Oh, who cares? We're not in America. No. It got ridiculous. She's always behind him, so she must be. I don't know. He's, I don't know. You can tell he's just white. I mean, half the time, I think, you know, when he's at press conferences, he's outside, he's wearing sunglasses. And I don't think that's to protect from the sun. It's because the son of a bitch has fallen asleep. Yeah. He doesn't want people to see. Yeah. It's just in case he falls asleep. Exactly. And no one will notice. I have actually got a joke that I made about that, but I'm going to save that for another episode because it's a damn good one. Yeah, I've got some other jokes too, but we've got to go through these first. Yeah, it was the most proudest joke. It's yeah. the joke I'm most proud to come up We're with. starting on the Robin Williams jokes. Yeah. All right, so now my turn. And again, we've both got two. Look, I just mentioned they're not necessarily Robin Williams jokes. They're jokes that Robin Williams has used, I might say. Yeah, yeah, sure enough. Yeah. But I don't know, I can't remember the other comedians have used these jokes, so I'm happy to credit him. No, that's for sure, yeah. All right. Because he has used them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he used all of these at one point or another. I've seen him even use a lot of these. Yeah. All right. your turn beer commercials usually show big manly men doing manly things you've just killed a small animal it's time for a light beer i can't read right now because the lights in my eyes okay why not have a realistic beer commercial with a realistic thing about beer where someone goes it's five o'clock in the morning you just pissed on a dumpster it's budweiser time i like that one yeah, yeah. all right number two Ah, yeah, the politically incorrect one. I like this one. I'm hoping Ted doesn't listen to this because he might take a little bit of hurt from this, which is a friend. Well, we've been through this already, so you go on. Yeah, true. The drug they gave me for surgery was a drug called propofol, which its nickname is milk of amnesia. Fucking insane drug. I had that in a surgical, surgical situation. Michael Jackson was taking propofol at home to sleep. Fuck off. A doctor said taking propofol to sleep is like doing chemotherapy because you're tired of shaving your fucking head. <laughs> Ted, I didn't mean anything to you. Uh, I hope you're doing well, mate. Yeah. If you are watching this. Yeah. Hopefully you're watching this during the treatment and it's uh, perking you up a bit. Which he, he might actually be. Yeah, um, well, he's got a few more to go, I think. As he yeah, said, so he might yeah. actually be able to listen to these now. Yeah. Uh, all the best, Ted, as well. Yeah. yeah. It's a mate who's battling cancer, so yeah. give him a thumbs up and we're hoping the best for him. But we'll leave the rest. Of, we've got tons and tons of ones we've picked out for him and we've got more and more jokes that we know yeah. coming in the future. So this episode's been about 45 minutes long, 45, 50 minutes long. Not bad. Um, and that will, you know, we're right in the average right now. So we're in between half an hour and an hour. But, so these episodes will be released weekly on the Tuesday at 11am on all three or four networks, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts and Spotify. If you're not on one of those three networks, you probably don't listen to podcasts. No, if you're not on one of those networks, you should be. Good point. And also, if you are on one of Apple, Google or Spotify, could you give us a rating because it's kind of like the thumbs up and subscribe. But for rating, that's getting ratings on those uh, networks, that's what moves you up the chain. Um, the same on YouTube. If you could hit that like button and hit subscribe somewhere, or where yeah. is it? Down here, I think. Can, can I just say, add in, even if you don't like us, just hit those buttons, all right? It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Just, look, just what we yeah, want. One click, what what's it going to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just hit them. Yeah. Actually, before we go, you know something I, did, I, I thought I'd try on here that I actually learnt yesterday or day before yeah have you ever heard of michael winslow oh yeah he's the guy who can make noises with his with his mouth who was on police academy yeah. to get all the noises yeah he actually showed he was doing an interview he showed how to do the noise of a door opening and creaking open right and i, I think i can do it i'm just going to give it a quick try <clears throat> yeah let me let me have a try Oh, sorry, I farted. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. Sorry. I, See, I, I, but I think the hard part about that is is getting the... Yeah. Right. Oh. The, it's easy to do. But he showed... He, he was actually able to show in the interview how easy... He was like he was showing how you move his throat and his lips. Mm, mm. He actually can show you how to make those noises, which I thought was pretty cool because I was able to pick that up in a couple of minutes, even though, yes, I do like playing with my voice and I do make funny noises and character voices and all that sort of stuff. It was still very easy, the way he was teaching, to pick it up how to, how to do it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I just wanted to quickly mention that because that is, it was a really cool thing to be able to learn in like two minutes. Mm. Anyway. I was so, just going to say you sound like you're mumbling because I can't see your lips moving. <laughs> well, you also got to remember, not only can you not see my lips moving, but I don't have any teeth, so some words are going to come out as a slur. <laughs> I can't even say the number six at the moment. Look, right. six. Yeah, okay. Six. Yeah, I'm just thought I'd say that. Yeah. yeah, how annoying it is when I'm going to the petrol station and I always use pump six. Yeah. That's my pump. That's the one yeah. I use and I've got to go into every... It sounds yeah. like I'm saying pump sex yeah. Yeah. every time. Uh, I, I told him to get a razor blade and cut the mouth out so when he opens his mouth, it'll open the, the mask. Yeah. Which he seems to be forgetting defeats the purpose of the mask, which is to yeah. cover up my and mouth. Then he went on to say something about it defeats the purpose of the mask or something. I don't know what he's talking now about. Now he's talking like I'm not even here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. It's only a fucking suggestion. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to continue after the camera stops. All right, all right, all right. We better say goodbye now. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. Say, see you. Don't say anything else. Uh, right. ass. Catch us all later then. Right? I'll try not to swear, of course. I can swear. Yeah, I, bye. <laughs> see you later.